0: The Mom Buns podcast is part girl talk, part therapy session, and loads of life hacks in between. Join two college BFFs who reunited in their 30s with careers, husbands, and babies in tow. Moms have a lot to say, and we aren't holding back.
1: Hi, and welcome back to another Mom Buns podcast. I'm Lauren. Hi, I'm Ashley. And hey, where's your mom bun? Just adding. A- you know what? I decided to have real people hair
0: today, and it's long.
1: Did you shower and so you got real people hair? I did. <laughs> High five for that. Woo. Woo. No, actually, no, I actually showered today too. And I am rocking mom braid because I had not enough time to make curly hair today. So I had I like just enough time to put in a really crappy French braid because I can't French braid on myself. I've only taught myself through motherhood. had yes, a French so to braid on me, myself. You have kind of
0: like, you have curly hair. And so that makes it a fancy French braid.
1: They, it, it makes it so, like, if it's zigzaggy, that's okay. That's appropriate. Yeah. yeah. So that's okay. And, like, I think I'm at the point now where, like, in life where it's like, oh, I just have preschool. I had preschool drop to I had to braid it so I could do preschool drop-off so I could run back and get on, like, back-to-back calls for work, right? Yeah. So it's just, like, just put it up, and it will get curly later. But I've also reached the point in life where I'm like, I don't really care who I see. Like, it's preschool drop-off.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, it, those people have seen me in far worse than, like, a wet... A wet braid and leggings probably well that sounds pretty bad because that's pretty low on the the mom getting dress scale but I feel like I feel like it's okay, right like and and I live in a small town so I like I went to I had a doctor's appointment or acupuncture appointment so I went there and like like I, I popped into the coffee shop like I don't care this yep. is me like wet braid leggings and like not even actual concealer just you know like the tinted moisturizer that is my like go-to face and I think, I don't know. I think I've come a long ways from my 20s when I, like, every day was, like, have to have hair done, hair straight or hair curly, full makeup just to go to Target, just to go to the beach, like, those kind of things, because you care. At some point in your life, you care what people think, and then at some point in your life, you're like, these three people are going to love me no matter what, so I don't care, and then I think the rest of it goes, and I've kind of found that with my friends too, right? Like, I, that how like how you put on for for people mm-hmm. like versus like the people that you really care about has for me it's absolutely changed and it continues to change how about you
0: yeah i think that that was like a spot on segue by the way that was amazing that just made me so happy no i think you're right because I think you have to find the people that accept you and don't care if you have a wet braid and leggings and they would meet you for coffee at the coffee shop regardless of what you look like.
1: Yeah, or if you're having a good day or not a good day or a good month
0: or not a good month. Right, and I think you need people that have that space um, for you. See, it's a whole thing, okay? It's a whole thing, right? Whether it's a mom friend, so it's somebody who has kids and they understand. They're like, okay, you don't even have to say anything. There's never a conversation of, I'm sorry, my house isn't so clean right now. Like, they don't even see it. Right. They live in a mess. You know. Yeah. It's fine.
1: That, or can I, can I aside right there? Yeah. I love my mommy group. I love my mommy group in Facebook and some of them listen to the podcast. So hello, if you are hey from the HHC and you're listening, um, but these ladies, part of it is because they're very southern as well, but they will post a picture of like you know like their outfit or something and be like, "Excuse the mess on the bed," and it's like rumpled sheets, and I just crack up every time because I'm like, first of all, I don't apologize for that because it no. that's just called life. Like, what's yeah. here? So if like if you want to see a room in my house and you want me to take a picture of my fireplace, like maybe I'll clean the stuff off of it, maybe I won't. Like that's just kind of so I love them love them but it always cracks me up when someone's apologetic for like for life like don't apologize for your life anyways back to you
0: oh I love that though because but you know what I have I have friends like that and they'll be like yeah I took the picture of the fireplace the beautiful pumpkin setting for the fall where the baby's sitting on the fireplace she's like there was like five piles of clothes next to it you just didn't see it in the picture
1: yeah it's the instagramming um Uh one of my favorite speakers and friends um I think Neen James, I think she's the first one that I heard say this was, don't compare your reality to somebody else's highlights. Yeah. Right. And I think that's certainly social media does a really terrible job of forcing us to compare reality to to highlights to the, to the point where it's like, I'm thinking about crafting what kind of Instagram posts do I want to craft to talk about this thing? Like, sorry, that might've been the first one. That's okay. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Like, come on, you know, like one, three kids, full-time job, don't have time for that. And two, yeah. like, you know, like, I like my reality. I do the best that I can. And again, going back to, if that's not good enough for somebody, then mm-hmm. that's the time that we can just say, like, it's time to part ways. Maybe that, maybe you're not my people. And I think that's like the hardest part is like, if you're in a friendship or trying to end a friendship or the friendship is just kind of naturally diverged. Yes. Like, there's a whole level of acceptance and grief and like closure that has to come from that, whether you get it from that other person or not. But I found, especially the last few years, partly because of having kids and partly getting really involved with um, work communities and masterminds of people that are smarter than me, that are more successful than me, that are like just super awesome people. And I introduced you to some of them last fall. Um, Yeah. These are some incredible people. And those are the tribe. That's the people I want to be around those are my people and they get me. How do I bring that into my everyday? Because the people that my kids go to preschool with, you know, that, that parents on our soccer teams, like whatever, like they're fine. They're acquaintances. Maybe we hang out a little bit, but like, it's just, there's two different levels of friendship between like people that get you and then people that you're trying hard to impress or trying to stay in a circle for some, for some reason. And when that doesn't work, then it comes back on you as like, I don't, I internalize a lot of that. So it oh, comes back yeah. to me as like, I feel like crap, like what just happened? I thought everything was fine. And I don't know. And so, which is why I'm glad that I have you every week on the podcast yes. to, to talk about because we, we did that. I mean, we didn't yeah. like, we didn't hate each other at any point, but our lives just naturally diverged yours and mine. And now right. they've come back and I will do everything in my power to keep this podcast going because it's, it's the core of our friendship. Right. Right now.
0: But that's the thing is that it's that it's, yeah. You, okay. Let me say, words. sorry, I
1: just rambled. No, that was like,
0: there were so many things. I loved it because you never know where your, your life is going to go. I think when you have kids, there's a certain level of, I think your bullshit meter kind of increases Mm -hmm. because you're like, okay, I only have X amount of time because I got to dedicate the rest of this time to the people that fill my heart with so much joy and live under my house. And I have to do a bang up job of being a parent. So that takes a lot of time and effort. You also have a spouse. You can't not, you cannot ignore them. That takes a lot of time and effort too. If you have single friends, they're not going to necessarily understand that I have several that still got it. They get it okay you have kids you have a husband cool i get it i'll see you when i see you and they Mm -hmm. don't take offense to that not everybody understands that you have mom friends who also understand how your children and your spouse and your family life take up a majority of your time as it should that is your you know that's your heart right there but i think the older you get and the more your family expands you realize where your time is precious and where you don't have a lot of patience for the extra crap, if that makes sense. Like, okay, I'm sorry that you didn't like your outfit today and you are bummed out because you couldn't go to a wine tasting. I got a toddler with a fever. I cannot even have this conversation. And I know that that sounds really rude to some people, but I don't, uh, sorry you didn't get your wine. My kid is sick. I gotta go. And that's literally, where I am in my life and I believe, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, you're, you're in the same boat. You're, uh, what's the word? The things that are important to you change
1: and that's okay. Yeah. Your priorities absolutely have to evolve and change. And it's funny. It's like, you know, having now a kindergartner and having a one-year-old, like what I'm able to do, like even in my social time, in my free time to say like, let's get our kids together. Let's like have a have a dinner party, you know like and and our kids can play those kind of things, like I got somebody who's like melting down at seven o'clock every night and is in bed before seven thirty every night, right, like all of a sudden, my social life like where when he was six months old, he could just we just pop in the car seat, he just fell asleep like he'd fall asleep yeah. on somebody's shoulder in the last year like our like my social life has to evolve in like what I'm actually able to do now it's Hey, if you're a friend, you can get a drink on a Thursday or Friday night after eight o'clock between the hours of like eight and nine thirty. Like that's the kind of friend in social life that I have, like that I have availability for
0: mm-hmm.
1: because in, so certain people can do that. And they're in that season with you. Certain people are beyond that season. And they're like, no, I, I, that doesn't interest in me anymore. And because you, our social lives don't match up, it's just like, there's kind of the end, like you might still care about that person. They might still be someone that you respect and whatever. It's just like your social life's not going to line up. Your friendship just isn't going to line up because the priorities just don't align yep. or the thinking doesn't align or the, you know, like whatever it is. And and that's okay. It's just, that's a hard one. I think at any stage of your life, I mean, like think about when you're back in, in school, and my friends don't like me, or this person laughed at me, or they were my friend today, and now they're not my friend. And I remember going through that in middle school and high school, and just being like, I mean, yesterday, we were passing notes that said BFF, and today, like, she won't even look at me. And it's just, you would think that we would grow out of that at some point, but we don't necessarily, and truth be told, like, it's happened to me, but it's, I remember watching it with my mom. I remember my mom going through things where we had friends, 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 you know, I was close to little kids or, you know, our, our moms were friends. So we were friends and vice versa. And then all of a sudden, like, I didn't get to see that person anymore because something happened in that relationship. And that has a bigger impact, not just on the adults involved, but certainly the children too. Oh yeah. Um, There are kids that my kids want to play with still. And I'm like, yeah, like I'll reach out, like I'll call them or I'll text their parents and see. And I know now that it's probably not going to be like, Hey, they're going to come over and hang out while the mm-hmm. kids are playing. But that doesn't mean that I want my kids to like feel bad or feel that. So like, Hey, I'll take your kids. Can, can your kids come play for an hour or two? Can I give you a break? Mm-hmm. Well, because I just want to do that for my children. Like whatever's going on here is fine. I don't care all the time, but like, But you know, like, but I want to do that for my kids. And so if I get to, if I get to help you out in the meantime, that's great. And if you want to come over and have a cup of coffee, even better, I'd love to catch up with you. But like, that's not the ask. The ask is for on behalf of my children. And I think that's still fair too. Like, I think that you have to like, if the person to person relationship isn't necessarily there, like having something that like your kids, as long as you're fine with that, like having something for your kids to continue to foster cuz these are people they see every day at school or preschool or whatever. So well,
0: that's a that's a fine line too cuz what if your kid loves another kid and you don't like the parents? Yeah. And figuring out and navigating the whole you know, your kids friends parents friendship. Sometimes you get along great with another mom and sometimes you're like, "Oh, okay. Well, we don't do things like that at all and I really can't find things in common with you." So you're forced to make small talk. And try to find something in common when typically it's not somebody that you would hang out with had it not right. been for your children. But you right. do that for your children.
1: You do. Just you like you do, do it in your family. Park. Yeah.
0: I mean, you can meet them at a park and talk to them for an hour. It's not going to kill you. Yeah. Do a
1: solid for your you kid. Drop off your kids. Right. If, exactly. if they're old enough. Just. Right. Sure. I, I'll drop them off for an hour and come back and well, go grocery shopping, whatever it is. Right. Right. So. Which I
0: think is a very good solution, but it's hard because you're trying to figure out, okay, is this somebody that I would like as my own friend? Yeah. And then, you know, what happens when you've kind of grown out of a person that used to be your friend and then you, you know, or people just disappear. Okay. We're going to take a quick break and
1: we'll be right back. Yeah, That's the worst. I'm sorry. Like let's get to the ranty part of the podcast. Yay. Here comes the ranty part. And I've done it to be quite honest. Like I've moved coasts, right? So I have literally and figuratively up and disappeared from some of my best friends lives like closest friends, whether it's going from West Coast to East Coast or going east coast to west coast, and I've left a lot of friendships behind, or they've stalled out because you're not physically there and present. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean that I don't love those people. It, Like, more than anything, most days I would rather be in their circle and rather be with them and their kids, but you just physically can't be there. So there's that where you, like, you disappear because you have to. And then there's, like, the, like, ghosting.
0: Which I love that word. I, I mean, I don't love what it is, but I do love that there's a word for it now. <laughs> And that's hardcore. I mean, I, I'm not going to lie there that, there's been times that I've done that myself. There's been times that it's been done to me and I've desperately tried everything to figure out what went wrong. There's been times where I've had friendships and I've said, you know what? This doesn't work for me, which is really difficult to actually do. Yeah. Say to somebody, this just doesn't work for me anymore. And, and I get that maybe that still works for the other person. Um, but, yeah, I think the whole, like, disappearing thing is is a bummer because there's no closure. I think you and I have talked about this before. Like, you know, you want to have a little bit of closure and find out what happened. But at the same time, like, nobody really wants to have those uncomfortable conversations. Like, what no, if somebody says, I just don't like you anymore? Well, that's – nobody wants to say
1: that. Yeah, but it's almost better to be on the receiving end of it, right? Like, right. would you rather, like, go through a breakup – <laughs> like, I know, I know we're both married, but, like, I'm, I'm thinking back to, like, when you had a breakup, it was better to know with the other person, like, that there was just nothing there, yeah. right? Yeah. And, like, for whatever reason, like, you know, you're not present enough. Okay, great. You know, like, I don't like your cooking. That's fine. Like, whatever it is. We raise our
0: children differently, and I don't want to be around that. I'm sorry. Us.
1: Our politics are different. Great. Right. Okay. Like, there's a lot of like, if that's how you're feeling, then the feeling is valid. Like, whatever the feeling is can have validity, Sure. but, like, I mean, I, I totally understand not wanting to have the difficult conversation, because I've been trying to break up with my gym for two months, <laughs> right? Like, and I, I want to quit the gym. I want to quit the gym. Well, I did, in all intents and purposes, but they still have my credit card, so I haven't quit the gym yet, so, right. like, and that's a different kind of difficult conversation, but it's still yeah, is so when you're trying life? to tell somebody but it yeah. is it's a breakup it's not you it's me it's kind of you it's kind of me yes. you know like whatever it's this just doesn't work but I think to have like kind of that clean cut mm-hmm. and that clear answer just saves you so much mental energy and anguish on the other side because mm-hmm. then there's always that like oh across the cafeteria, like some school night event like oh there's that person that like we used to have for dinner you know, like, oh, that was like, and then you start that whole spiral again, even if it was months ago. And that right. sucks.
0: And you also you don't, don't that's have one-sided. time for that. No. Like you, you, you're making, you know, 11 teen meals. You don't have time for that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's hard because especially if you're figuring out a mom friend, that's a new friend that like, you know, came from this school and you're like, oh, I can totally get along with this person. And you have them over for dinner and you start doing stuff with their family. And then all of a sudden, like maybe somebody realizes it doesn't really,
1: nah, it just doesn't really yeah. drive. I don't think guys have to worry about this nearly no. as much, mostly because dads don't necessarily drive their friendships. No. So I think it is, you know, like women and relationships and friendships, like is a whole case in of itself. But I think about that, like, like, what, from my husband's view, or from somebody else's husband's view, like, is that just, like, how it goes? Like, I don't know, some days I wish I was my husband, like, I'd show up, something, like, something would be there for dinner, you know, like, I just have to do the dishes, like, what I'm eating that night is already decided for me, Yeah, you know, like, I just have to show up and do dishes, I just have to show up and, like, interact with my wife and her friends and their friends, husbands, like, and make small talk or play baseball with the kids, like, you know, like, it's such a different dichotomy, and not to say my husband has, he has friends, he has long, like, long-standing friends and some dad friends and, and whatever, but I don't see him go through, like, no, what, what we as women do, what we as moms do, because we're, we're protecting everybody else's heart too. Like you said, right. like we're protecting our own hearts. We're protecting our kids hearts and our family as a whole. And like, what is the, what is the kind of family want we want to be? Are we aligned with other families who have those same values, those same bedtimes? Like these little things are important as you, as you build your village or you build your tribe. Right.
0: So and that's exactly it because I think that on a simplistic level, they don't need that connection from other males the way we need the connection to other females because this is we talk about it all the time on the podcast it takes a village we need each other that's why we started this you know it's it's how you know the mommy groups save us it's knowing that you're not alone it's knowing that somebody can maybe offer a suggestion to you that you didn't think of before and so it saves, to me, it saves me all that mental, having those friendships and those connections saves me all that mental, you know, insanity that it feels like so that I'm not talking about all this ridiculousness that maybe my husband is busy worrying about other things that happen in his crazy day. And then he comes home and i am got, you know, like verbal, like blah, right at him talking about all this kid stuff and all the, you know. And I can actually have a conversation with him that's not me stressed out or worried about, you know, obviously if there's a kid thing that needs to be discussed, it's gonna be discussed, but it's not, mm-hmm. you know, I've gotten somebody else's feedback of like, oh yeah, that's no big deal. We've already been through that. So I don't feel like a, a mom freak. You know what I mean? It just I think it 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 takes your insanity down a few notches by having those friendships, and it's really important. Whereas I don't think that they, that as men, they need that as
1: much as we do. That's a really good perspective. Like most things, wrong. no, like most <laughs> things in today's podcast, I feel like I'm just like throwing out ideas, and you're like reframing them and putting them in like real, actual thoughts and structure. So I, no. I thank you for that for being the friend that translates no. my today. <laughs> We're, piggybacking. Uh, We're piggybacking. It's like We're it's just like back one back. of those days, right? We're like acting. You, you just get on it. So
0: yeah, All I right. think. I think now, just to say, I, I do think that it is hard to have those conversations, whether it's with a mom, friend, a new mom, friend, or old mom, friend, a friend that doesn't have children, whoever it is, it's hard to have those conversations, but I do commend people who can do it because you don't have time in your life for that kind of stuff. When you are raising a bunch of children and you have a job and a spouse and a, and you feel like you're being torn in 17 different directions. Sometimes your friendships fall to the wayside and some people understand it and some people don't. And that's just kind of how it goes.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally agree. Totally. Which is why I'm glad that we have, we have each other in yes. that, uh, in that, and we have our listeners too. So the mom buns, girls with buns up. Uh, our buns up listeners. I want
0: to ask our village. This is what I want to know from our listeners is what is the, what was the best advice or what's your best advice of how to deal with when a friendship has ended? Because I think that that's something we've asked all of our girlfriends and I don't know if anybody has an answer. So tell me what's, how do you say this doesn't really work for me without hurting somebody's feelings or causing a bigger issue because nobody needs any drama either.
1: Yeah, a drama-free way to end a friendship. Is that a thing? there was uh, it's a uniform <laughs> thing. If yes. We, but maybe maybe our, our buns up listeners are pretty smart. So I, agree. I think that if anybody can help us solve this it is them and they will go to mombuns.life mm-hmm. on Instagram and leave us a message or a comment and. And let us know where find our website, mombuns.life, no.com, just because we're just .life. .life. It's all encompassing.
0: It is. That's right. So hit us up. Let us know. And thanks for listening as always. Of course. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Mom Buns podcast. And don't forget to catch our latest episodes wherever you find all your favorite podcasts. Feel free to leave us a review and spread the word if you like what we have to say. Thank you for listening
1: to my mom's podcast. Have a good day. Bye-bye.